if you are looking to get into real estate, but don't know where to begin, or if you're already doing real estate, but wanting to explore the different options of different uh, niches out there, this is a great book for you. Hello, and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hello, welcome back to Pillars of Wealth Creation. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. With me, as always, we've got Matt Jones. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm doing excellent. How are you doing, Todd? I'm doing fantastic, man. Uh, it is, you know, beginning of the new year, 2021. Uh, I know a lot of people are like, ah, 2021 is going to be awesome because 2020 like was just a throwaway year. We've talked about it. 2020 was a great year. Uh, it is kind of what you make out of it, you know. And and I was actually talking to uh, Jay, who I think uh, we it was just on our podcast, or maybe he's coming up. Anyways. Um. And, you know, he got laid off from his job and made the most out of a bad situation. Uh, he talked about how he kind of like was depressed for a few days, but realized like, hey, it's his opportunity to make something out of it. And that's how he's what's going to happen. It's your opportunity to make something out of it. So you got to decide to either take it uh, or to, you know, complain and whine and blame uh, but 2021, man, it's going to be an awesome year. I'm excited for it. Um, uh, it. You know, ready for ready for the year to begin and and move on and just continue to push and be be stronger as a business and uh, get more done, man. Yeah, exactly. We we as or entrepreneurs, even if we do encounter challenges or problems, we're still going to adjust and shift and uh, make the best of the any bad situation. Yeah, well, and the key right there is what you just said, right? Adjust and shift. Uh, we've got to adjust and shift, dude. And quite frankly, business is always adjusting and shifting. And if you're not adjusting and shifting, well, then you're going to get left behind. So um, sometimes it adjusts and shifts quicker. Sometimes it's slower. And in times of turmoil, it's typically uh, pretty dang quick. Yep. And I actually have a couple of pieces of good news that I want to share. Let's do uh, it. Just this past week, I had my first uh, six-figure payday, which uh, is pretty phenomenal. So I'm excited about that. So and then, but, but, well, you got to explain. What, oh, what, yeah. So my, is. yeah, the first uh, property that I ever bought, a triplex that I house hacked, I you know owned it for a little over five years and I just sold it and uh, it had a lot of built up equity. Um, so it was very nice. Awesome. Yeah. So that's, that's really cool. Got to sell that. Uh, you held it long term, so long term capital gains, or did you live in it? Yep, lived in it for uh, you know. Um, so uh, it's also capital gains free. Yeah, yeah, beautiful man. That's that's awesome. So a second piece of good news. What's that? Well, I just uh, finally got my book published, so it's on what? Amazon right now, and it'll be on Barnes and Noble pretty soon. And already? Mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's been a long time in the coming. That's awesome. That's exciting. And that's actually what I want to spend some time on. So I want to actually ask you some questions. So first question I've got for you, Matt, is why, like, why did you even decide to write a book? What was the reasoning for it? So I was reading the four hour work week by Tim Ferriss. And, you know, part of that is finding some sort of niche thing that is going to help you uh, to accomplish your goals. And uh, so I was thinking about, you know, as I was reading that, I was like, okay, come on brain. Think of an idea. What's my little niche? And I, you know, I thought for like a day and a half, no ideas at all. And then all of a sudden, I hit me like, "Hey, what if I wrote a book about other real estate books?" 
hmm, like sort of like summarized and reviewed and had the key highlights of the whole spectrum of real estate investing so that somebody who reads my book can become a layman very quickly, have, you know, understand all the terms and the aspects so that they can actually have a conversation with other real estate investors and know kind of what they're talking about at least. And I thought, well, man, this is a good idea, but I uh, just better Google it because uh, somebody else has already written this book. It already exists because, uh, I mean, it's the kind of book, you know, I, I actually want to buy it because I want to read it. So I looked it up and there was no such book at all. Uh, it was sort of a novel idea, I suppose. And then I consulted with a, a property rights attorney to make sure that uh, I, you know, I could actually even do it legally. And mm, it turns yeah. out with the fair uh, rights law uh, or fair use law rather, uh, you know, there's certain things that I have to do to make sure that I'm following it. So I'm not just like copying people's Yeah, work. you're not plagiarizing. Them. Yeah, I'm not plagiarizing. Uh, so I'm more, I, I read all these different top books and then choose like which sort of like the best one about single family and the best one about, uh, you know, small multifamily and apartments and self-storage and, and whatnot. And then I, uh, you know, change it into my own words. I summarize it and review it and kind of like, here's what I found most useful, the concepts and uh and you know, squeeze each each book down to a chapter size so so i'm going to interrupt you because i'm going to ask I, I wanted to ask some of those questions and you're mm -hmm. going into it but i want to ask you again specifically what why you wrote it so you wrote it to find your niche but what yeah i mean what is that what is that like what is it doing what do you why why let's get to the actual reason that's why. fair yeah so i uh, you know i've done some real estate deals on my own and i wanted you know, some small uh, deals, but I wanted more credibility to be able to access some bigger deals and more deals and to be able to work with other people. And I realized, well, I could either, uh, you know, work my butt off trying to get the experience, which, you know, I'm in the process of doing that, but I also need something to gain me credibility as also I wanted to add value to people. You know, one of my sort of themes of my life is I, uh, you know, I, I want to help people to become better versions of themselves. And I love books as well. And I thought I could combine all those things together by writing this book to uh, build other people up with their real estate knowledge to get, get them a jump start on understanding real estate that I uh, didn't really have when I first started out, as well as to uh, you know have some credibility by saying like, hey, look, I, I'm actually pretty knowledgeable about real estate. And then this gives me access to potential partners and deals and, yeah. and uh, financing yeah. and such uh, that I wouldn't have had otherwise. Um, and then, you know, maybe I'll make some money, but I'm, I'm not so much doing it to make a, a fortune off the book. I more want uh, to, you know, show people that there's another way of, uh, you know, life out there. And real estate is such a beautiful thing. So you have four book or four pictures on the front cover. Did you highlight four books? How many books did you highlight? Uh, there are altogether 23 different books. I have 23. Yeah, 22 that are actually in my book. And then I have a free bonus chapter that you can download at uh, hawkweencapital.com backslash free. And so the, the uh, you can see uh, on my, you know, behind me here, there's a picture of the cover. And so I just had a few sort of samples of, uh, you know, there's a, a mobile home, there's a single family, there's a you know, large multifamily, and then there's some people making a deal. So just sort of to illustrate that there's a, a big spectrum of real estate investing knowledge in this book. What are some of the, um, what are some of the niches that you covered in, in the book? Well, I covered, like I mentioned, single family, small multifamily apartments. Uh, uh, a, there's also um, 
self-storage, there's tax lien investing, there's uh, mortgage note investing, there's uh, REITs, which aren't exactly like real estate, but you know, in a way it is. And then um, there's commercial real estate. So I'm talking about, uh, you know, if you're getting triple net leases from strip malls, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, there's also I, I some different aspects of real estate investing. So there's a, a chapter about property management. Um, yeah, so if, uh, my, the whole idea was that somebody by reading this book, they understand all the different aspects of real estate investing. Now there were some sort of angles of real estate investing that there just isn't a good book about, like uh, you know, buying resorts or theme parks. Mm. You know, there, there's not there's not a book about that uh, out there. So because um, it's just that's a super niche or niche right. Uh, thing. Right. So there you go. You got to learn how to do that, and then you can write a book on that. Exactly. Uh, uh, that's cool. So, uh, how so you chose the books by reading? Uh, did you did you choose them? Did you go? I want to look up the top rated books in real estate, or how did you like go about just thinking about the books that you wanted to even? Well, I started researching all the different ways of investing in real estate. Yeah, uh, and so then I had my topics, and then mm-hmm. from each topic, I researched all the different top books about uh, that. And then I chose which one I thought was going to be the best one. Got it. Uh, Got it. So you said, hey, multifamily and, you know, multifamily books. And you got to see which ones. So what, what was your multifamily books? That, that's my uh, niche and that's yours. And so what's your multifamily book or books? Well, well yeah, there's, there's a small multifamily. Uh, so investing in duplexes, triplexes, and quads is the small multifamily one. And then the large multifamily one is kind of duplicates as a syndication, which is the best ever apartment syndication book. Got it. Got it. Um, and then, so did you have to talk with the authors? I did. I, I reached out to all of them. Uh, you know, not all of them responded, you know, for example, like one of the chapters is about rich dad, poor dad by Robert Kiyosaki. He did not respond uh, to you know, me reaching out to him, but that's okay. Uh, but so a lot, of the, a lot the, of the authors did respond. You didn't need to reach out to them mm. for permission to no. write about the book. You just reached out to them for maybe some more insight or have a conversation and let them know what you were doing. Yep, exactly. And some of them were, uh, you know, creating new editions of their books. So they like set me out like advanced copies of those so that I could make sure that I have the most up-to-date information. Oh, that's the, great. Yeah. The thing I th- think about my book about, you know, all these different books I'm highlighting, it's not a replacement for those books. So like if uh, you read my chapter on single family uh, house investing and, and you're, that's really interesting. My advice is that we'll buy the original buy book. The book. Yeah. Buy the, because like, you know, if I'm squeezing, uh, you know, 400 pages down to 20 pages or whatever, there's some stuff that's getting missed out uh, mm-hmm. from the original books. Mm-hmm. So my advice to uh, my readers is to, if you like what's in my chapter about single family investing, buy the original, the full book on uh, that I'm I'm referencing. And then I also have a few, ref- you know, uh, recommendations of additional reading for single family uh, in that chapter as well. Well, one of the things I think a lot of people that are getting into real estate or are wanting to get into real estate. Just, they just have no clue like what is possible. So a lot of people just settle on one thing, right? I'm going to settle on buying single family houses and renting them out, or I'm going to settle on flipping houses, or I'm going to settle on wholesaling or whatever it might be. And they don't really know what the possibilities are. And so that's one thing I thought was really cool. When I first heard you talk about this book, and that was uh, quite a while ago, I think, um, boy, I think I, I 
2019, I think. 2019. Yeah. So, so when you were first talking about the book, I was like, this is going to be phenomenal. What a great topic to be talking about. What, you know, introducing this to people, um, you know, just, just to get people interested and involved, get people to understand it. There's so many misconceptions out there. And so if they can read this book about other books, they don't have to pick up 22. And then if they get the bonus 23, they don't have to pick up 23 books. They can read in one book about the 23 books, about the 23 different topic strategies, um, you know, and then they can go, okay, I want to buy these three books or these two books or whatever it is and really dig in. Or I want to buy this one book and then when I buy that book, I'm going to find out some of the other books in that niche. You know, so I, it, it, to me, it's a great way to introduce people to it um, and really get them to start thinking about the different niches because there's just so much that we can do in this. And like you said, there's even some stuff that you couldn't even write about because there's no books about it. Um, so, so there's even more, by the way. <laughs> so. Yep. And, uh, you know, all the authors that I reached out to and were, was able to interact with, they were all really positive because essentially I'm trying to get people to buy their books as well. And we've even had a few of the authors on, uh, the pillars of wealth creation, like, uh, for example, EB farmer, who I wrote a, um, a chapter about his uh, book on raw land investing. Yep. Yeah. Well, and, and Joe Fairless with the, the mm, best mm -hmm. ever uh, he's been on, who else has been on? There's been quite a few of them, right? Yep. Yeah. So that, that's really cool. Um, so what's, how do, well, how do people buy it? Well, they can go to where? So they can go to Amazon. And if you just search book about real estate, which is the title, uh, mm -hmm. then you could also search my name as well. So book about real estate, Matt Jones in Amazon, and that'll bring it up. There's Kindle edition, there's paperback. We're working on creating the audiobook, which will be out uh, later this year as well. Are you reading the audio? I know you went back and forth, whether you're yeah. it, somebody else is going to read it. Thank you settled on somebody else, but what, what do you yeah. do? Well, the thing is, it's uh, going to be easier for uh, an actual voice actor who's experienced with that and has uh, the software and stuff. If I were to create it myself, then there'd be all these ums and ahs that I speak with. Uh, you know, as you listen to me in the podcast, you, you see like, these pauses and things like that. Those all have to be edited out for the book um, so that it's, it uh, goes smoother. So it's just a bigger hassle uh, overall for me to read the book myself. Well, and maybe more monotone, maybe more, you know, less animated. I'm sure the people that are actually doing this for like a, that they do it for a living, mm -hmm. they are good at putting different voice tones in there and stuff like that. You know, yep. when I read a, a story to my kids, it, you can do that. But if you read a informational book, <laughs> a lot harder to put voice tones in there, excitement in there, that type of stuff. So I definitely probably a good choice, but you know, it's always nice to hear the author, but at the same time, um, a lot of times you don't even have a clue. Yeah. And I think it actually is going to be exciting uh, book or it is an exciting book because uh, like I said, all the key, most important uh, mind blowing information from all these different books, that's, just you know what I'm, I have in my book, so it's all the best information, uh, just like you know back to back kind of thing. And the free bonus chapter that I mentioned is about uh, tax loopholes in real estate. Nice. Uh, so it's <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, are you reaching out to all these authors and you know tagging them when you 
posted and trying to get them to uh, promote your book at all? Have you, have you done that yet? Uh, no, not yet, but I will be. I just ordered a bunch of copies of the book that I'm going to sign and then mail out to the different uh, original authors um, Nice, as well. That's great. So somebody who says, man, it'd be great to write a book. What are some, give us some, give us, give us some of your experience. Like, okay, what, how hard was it? Was it daunting or after you look back and go, no, that wasn't that bad. Uh, both. I would have to say, I mean, writing a book uh, just comes down to uh, writing one word at a time. You know, every word that you write is one word closer to the end. But uh, I mean, where you start is trying to figure out what sort of topic that you want to write on. And I think it's helpful to like do a lot of research to see where is the need for a book that isn't uh, there. You know, if somebody, if nobody's written a book about a specific niche thing, and you think people are going to be interested in that niche, then you know, that's a good thing to write about. So then, you know, make an outline, decide all the different aspects of it, and then just start putting it together. Yeah, uh, I spent a lot of my time at uh, breweries uh, drinking some beer while typing on my laptop, and that helped me go smoother, less distractions. But, uh, <laughs> I think that would be more distracting for me. <laughs> um, it, what's the what's the biggest um, what was the biggest hurdle to getting this book done and published and actually on the shelves? The editing process was grueling. Oh my gosh! Uh, like there's you know one thing where you just like type the book and and have it done, but then you've got to have somebody like go through word by word and like uh, nitpick about every single little thing about the flow and and all that. And um, so there's a lot of back and forth with the editor about uh, you know finding uh, the right the best version of the book essentially that's going to be publishable. Yeah. In. Do you have to use an editor? Could you just write it, uh, maybe have peer review and then publish it? Or do you kind of have to have an editor? You will want somebody who is like has a degree in English or at least uh, you want somebody who's really skilled with that because, you know, the way we talk isn't always proper English, I guess. Uh, so you, you want somebody who can, you know, because you also like you might like, uh, write the wrong word, you know, that doesn't get caught in your spell check, like, yeah. uh, you know, right. two, you know, T-O versus T-O-O or, you know, things like that can yeah. Yeah. make it through if, you're, you know, if you're just, and, and you reading your own work, like you, your mind like automatically changes it to what you meant, but uh, somebody else reading your work will catch up on uh, into those things. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm self-publishing or I, I self-published this book actually, but I hired an editing company to help with the editing process. And with the self-publishing, what I find, like I did a lot of research about publishing books and like there's a lot of big publishers out there, but unless you're already famous or you have another best-selling book already, they're probably going to just right. ignore you right. Uh, right. if you try to get them to look at your manuscript. <laughs> so self-publishing is kind of the way to go for me, at least from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And then... Um... What, what, what mistake, any mistakes that you made along the way? Yeah, I would say I didn't work hard enough on it. You know, I got lazy at times where, mm. um, you know, Trevor McGregor actually made it, uh, uh, inspired me to work harder though. He kind of explained it like, Hey, there's all these people who are going to be reading your book and their inspiration is waiting for you to finish this book and get it out on, on shelves. 
And so they're relying on you. They don't know you and you don't know them, but uh, you're going to inspire all these people that, uh, and, and you being lazy about it is keeping them from reaching their dreams. So they're depending upon me to finish my book uh, to get them where they want to be in real estate. Yeah. That's a powerful way to really think about it. Like, man, if you've got knowledge and you have the desire to put it out there, well, you're just, you're actually delaying giving it to the right people that want to do positive things with it and, you know, get it out there, get it out there now because they're waiting for it and their success, it depends on it. Right. And so you got to get it out there. So yeah, you're, you, you, you know, this book, it's crazy to think you wrote a book that is going to change some people's lives. It's, it's going to just be a entertainment for some people. They'll read it. They'll think that was really good. Um, and then they'll put it down and they'll never do something else after that. And then it'll be life-changing though for some people. They'll read it and they'll go, oh my gosh, this is eye-opening. I, I need to do real estate and I want to you know, start buying tax liens or whatever it is. And so then they'll dig into the actual book that you you know, referenced and they'll, and they'll change your lives. And so that's the really cool thing about it. And a lot of it, you won't even know about, hopefully people write to you and say, Hey Matt, this was an awesome book. It was inspiring and really appreciate it. But um, there's definitely people that you won't even know that you're affecting their lives. So it's, it's really cool. Yep. And I think the, if you are looking to get into real estate, but don't know where to begin, or if you're already doing real estate, but wanting to explore the different options of different uh, niches out there, this is a great book for you uh, because you don't have to read all these full books to really understand the different options out there. You can just read this, you know, condensed version of all these different books. uh, And so uh, you get the knowledge very quickly. Yeah. And as you said, it's not a replacement necessarily for these books. It's, it's the introduction mm-hmm. um, to these n- different niches within, within real estate. So it's a book about books about real estate. Right. Um, so anything else you want to leave everybody with here on the book? Why should they buy it? Why should they, why should they give it away? Why should they share it on social media? Um, you know, to, any last words? Yeah, I would say there's like three main steps with real estate investing. First, you got to educate yourself. And this is where that book comes into play. It uh, gives you the base knowledge that you need and, and the next steps of where to go from there. And then secondly, you need to network. Like if you try to do this business by your own, uh, you're going to go very slowly and it's not going to go as well as you would hope. So networking with other investors, uh, realtors, brokers, um, handymen, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then the final thing is to take action, you know, educating and networking with other people is nothing if you don't take action. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, so, you know, if, if you're listening to this and you, again, you want to learn more uh, about any niche in real estate uh, or like for me, this is, this is a great book to be able to give to people. I have a lot of newbie investors that ask me, questions that I hear them saying, what should I get into? Uh, or, Hey, I'm thinking about getting into X, Y, Z because of this. And it's like, you know what, how about you read Matt's book about real estate and you can then 
navigate and figure out, okay, what's the right path? What's the right avenue for me versus just kind of going into it blind. So this is a great book for me that I'm going to be referring to a lot of people. I'm going to be giving to people. Um, and so they can actually get down the right path versus just picking something that maybe doesn't work for them. Yep. And I do recommend people avoid what's called the shiny object syndrome where, <laughs> you know, you're like, like, Oh, this way of investing looks cool. I want to try that. Like, Oh, yeah. this other thing is cool too. Uh, I want to try it. You know, if you tr try to do it all, you're going to do it all terribly. So yep, my advice is people who, uh, you know, read my book and see all these different uh, niches, pick one and then yep. do that really well. And, and more specifically pick one small role within that niche and do that better than anybody else. Yeah, 100% true. I mean, you look look at the guests we've had on the podcast, Matt. I mean, th there's no one right or wrong way to do things. It, it's clear by the success of the people that have been on the podcast. Like, it's clear that you can, you can buy multifamily and do really well. It's clear that you can flip single families and do really well. That you can wholesale and do really well. You can buy land, crying out loud, and do really well. You can, all kinds of, we've had like almost every niche niche on this show and they all do really well. You got to pick one. You can't decide you're going to be good at it all because you're going to be good at nothing. Like you said, mm -hmm. exactly. Cool, man. Well, um, well, that's all I got. Unless you got anything else um, we, we need to add. Well, in the show notes, I'll have the links to where you can buy the book as well as where cool. you can get that free uh, bonus chapter. Awesome, Matt. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. And uh, make every day Saturday. Thanks. You too. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you being a loyal listener. Say, I would love to have you go on to our Facebook page and subscribe. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Go on to iTunes or wherever you listen and give us a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe. But your rating and review just helps us push this out to more and more people and continue to grow our audience and hopefully positively affect a ton of people out there that really need this and, and want this. So uh, the other thing I've got for you is a free ebook on my website. So go on to venturedproperties.com, venturedproperties.com and download our free ebook on real estate and on syndication. And I've got some data points in there, some really good stuff for you. So I'd love to have you take a look at that. It's free. I'm not expecting anything from it. Uh, and also look, if you want some help in multifamily, want some help learning, growing, getting your business off the ground, I would love to talk to you about what it would look like uh, to work with me potentially and see if that's a good fit. So you can go to coachwithdex.com and check that out and uh, we can definitely have a, uh, a call. Thanks a lot for listening. You make it a fantastic rest of the day. I'll catch you on the next episode.